This is Cowboy Shit with Ted Oasey, presented by Everything Cowboy. Welcome to episode 130 of Cowboy Ship, Ted and Wacey. I'm Ted, he's Wacey, and we are done the big run of events. And, done the big uh, run. Done the big run. Um, not done the runs, not done with the but runs. The big, the big, the Canadian run's pretty much wrapped up. Yep. Rodeo in Canada has been put to bed for the season. Same night, with night. professional bull riders. And uh, now we're on to America. Going to be heading to Vegas here in a few short Days, days, yeah. She ain't far from now. Hey, Good she ain't weeks. She's days. Yeah, days. Before, before we get into that stuff, though, why don't we uh kind of recap the last couple of weeks? CFR was awesome. PBR Canada Finals was a good deal. We were yeah busy kind of everywhere down the. Our, our live shows went great. Thanks to everybody who came out to those. Yeah, thanks to that our guests awesome. for being part of them too. Yeah, it was had sweet. A, had a real <clears throat> sweet time. We've seen a lot of photos floating around with us and our cutouts and our little photo area at the watch party. That was really cool too. So thanks to CFR for having us and and 100%. making it making it happen. It was really cool. Nice work to to Ted and Storm and Christina and everybody who helped out along the way to make the event happen. And you too, man. And thanks to me for being me. Congratulations on being the best social media rodeo person around. Appreciate that, Teddy. Couldn't have done it without best one around the help from my friends. Um, I, I, one thing I wanted to talk about, this kind of popped into my head before we exit the CFR topic is what do you think the future of the CFR looks like? Where is it going to be held? Kind of what, that that was a common theme of conversation over the week, um, in Red Deer, what kind of what the future of, of the CFR holds. Um, there's more that I know that I can share. So, um, I can't get into any of that. Um, but I think that it was great that it worked really well in Red Deer and, uh, hats off to the crew in Red Deer for a great show. Um, I think that was the best one yet in the three years you've had it so far now. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I I thought it went really well. I'm, I'm concerned in Red Deer, uh, about the, like, honestly, about the attendance and the numbers, there used to be like 95,000 people. Attend the CFR in Edmonton mm. and used to be like, is that just eat. the nice? Is that just the rodeo alone? Ninety five thousand yes. people. Okay, ninety five thousand cool. at the rodeo CFR attendance. In fact, here it is. I'll show you the numbers. There was a, uh, um, previously like it was like ninety thousand people because you had, like one one thing that Don Johansson mentioned at the we just saw him for lunch actually yesterday. So oh yeah, here we go. Here we go. Okay, so. Um, 1976 is when they started counting the attendance, 50,000 people in 1976. And it gets up to a high, uh, well, the prize money really jumped in 82 to hundred thousand. You had 50,000 people then the attendance was down, down, down. Then you started getting some real big raises in 1991. I think that's probably when it started going over to, mm-hmm. you don't know for sure, but probably when it went to Rexall place in Edmonton, uh, like Skyreach center, probably at the time I have to look mm-hmm. back to the numbers, but. Um, I don't remember, I don't remember when that exactly happened, but like 
the first few were at uh the like hall d essentially where they have the rodeo now and the attendance was you know 40 50,000 but then it started jumping you got six uh 57 in 90 50 63,000 in 91 72 79 86 91 in 1998 and then you get a million dollar rodeo in 2004 for the first time 94,000 people in attendance i think the all-time high here is 95,000 in 2006 then 2017 the last cfr in Edmonton, you have 90,000 people in attendance then it moves to red deer in 2018 and you get a way back so this is just a little bit of comparison for just for those folks that may or may not be on the uh team of uh the folks that were in charge of the cpra in about 2000 and between 2015 and 17 i won't name names again i think i've mentioned them enough but they set <laughs> us back they set us back about fucking 50 years because say 20 2016 1976 is that 50 years no it's not 50 years 40 years so 40 years. They set us back 40 fucking years because the attendance of the CFR was 90,000 people in 2017 and in 2018 it was 43,000. So how do you have a $1.6 million rodeo with less than half the people in attendance and your attendance went back to levels before 1976? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I will say that it was an incredibly stupid move to ever move away from Edmonton. I don't care what was involved, um, but it was the worst the worst thing that has happened to Canadian rodeo in the history of the sport. So I'm going to leave it at that. That was the worst fucking move in the history. And we had an unbelievable PBR Canada finals at Rogers place this past weekend in the nicest NHL building in the entire league. So that could have been where we had the Canadian finals, but instead it moved backwards. And I'm, that is not a knock on Red Deer though. Cause Red Deer did as best as they can do, but with half the attendance, and half the ticket revenue, it makes it extremely hard to have the same level of of the same level of everything because you have half the people and ha- you don't have as many hotels, restaurants, uh, nightlife attractions in the city. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we went to the damn water park on Saturday in Edmonton. You went to West Edmonton Mall, one of the biggest attractions in Western Canada. Uh, the conference space, the hotel rooms, the restaurants, like it's incomparable. So mm-hmm. it's incredibly. Uh, it's huge for PBR in Canada to have the finals there, and it was a it was the worst move ever in the history of Canadian Pro Rodeo to not have the CFR continue in Edmonton. Um, do you think that the CFR would be able to pull the same numbers in Rogers with it being a different location than where like uh, Northlands is and stuff? Because would would that have been a big factor in how many people were hanging around for it? everything in one place? Not at all, because the C train connects it, and everybody used to stay downtown and ride the C train back and forth. Do you want to go to farm fair you just get on the train right up there you don't have to drive in edmonton one of the one of the most amazing parts of the cfr for the, those years is people would go and drive to their hotel downtown at the Westin and park their dually in the parking lot and you get about half the trucks in the parking lot because they're dualies uh-huh, but they uh-huh. you park for the week and then you wouldn't get in your truck again until monday morning after you you're done and go home because you could ride the train back and forth the rodeo mm-hmm. what what was the what was the attendance in the pbr for the last the, the two days of the event do you know I don't know for sure, but the lower bowl was pretty full both nights, right? Like you were there too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the attendance is for the lower bowl of the, uh, the lower bowl of the, of Rogers, of Rogers. But you know, I would yeah. guess, I would guess there was probably pushing up against 10,000 people. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, what would I say? And that's only year three, right? Like, yeah, it for took, sure. It took, uh, the CFR 20 
years from 1976 to 19, you know, say to get to their 90,000, 1998, mm-hmm, 23 mm-hmm. years to build the attendance from 50 to 91. And that's over six performances at a venue that holds up to like 18,000 people. Mm-hmm. But one thing mm-hmm. Don Johansson mentioned, I, I was, I was talking about Donnie Joe and I got off track, but Don, no Don uh, said, and what it kind of forgot, but the CFR in Edmonton, when it was sold out, the sold out Saturday nights, at the CFR in Edmonton at, at, you know, Rexall, formerly Skyreach back in the day, that attendance was actually higher than the NFR because the NFR tops out at about 17, six, mm-hmm, I think, mm-hmm. but there was more people inside the building at Rexall in Edmonton for the CFR back in the day. So mm-hmm. kind of a fun stat that I don't know if a lot of people would, uh, would know. That's good. It's an interesting one. Actually sure. more people there. So, so they could actually have that million dollar rodeo and have the budget work out. You know, like we're very involved on both sides of all these events. PBR, mm. CFR, all that. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, I, I I agree with your with the point of like how that's a huge was a huge step backwards the move or like the position that the CPRA and the CFR got put in from the decisions made by folks. But yeah, yeah it's it's yeah again like yeah that's not nothing taken away from Red Deer because they they have done the best they can and they throw Absolutely. a pandemic in in the middle of it too. Yeah, and and exactly. even looking at the what the PBR has done in Edmonton is very cool too. Like that that is that event kicks ass. Like it like. Like you were you were working it. We were there hanging out both nights. Like they they know how to how to put on a show there. And I think the people in attendance had a had a had an unbelievable time at both events. Even too like the the Friday Saturday night um, in Red Deer was great too. There were some big moments like the bronc riding Friday night in Red Deer was one of the best rounds of bronc riding I think we've yeah. ever seen. Yeah, so, like eighty seven points. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I mean like the other side of the CFR too. Like where else can you win thirty forty fifty thousand dollars in a week? It's one of, it's still mm-hmm. one of the top five highest paying rodeos in the entire world. But if you're going by attendance now, the attendance doesn't, I don't know doesn't, how the numbers doesn't work. even out yet. Yeah. Unfortunately, right? Like 40, say 43,000. So just some quick numbers. Let me do, uh, let me just get my calculator out. But so just guesstimate, like I didn't buy a ticket for the CFR at all. Did you, do you know what the ticket no. prices were? No, I didn't have to. Um, I, I, I think if you can say 30 times. bucks a ticket, you could say. No, no way. It's going to be more than that. I'm saying ATP. Because your P1s are probably 120 a seat, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then your P your your P4s are 30 bucks a seat, maybe. Oh, okay. Right, but but yeah, you, you got to average it stuff. out. So just say ATP is 50 bucks. That's 2.1 million dollars in ticket revenue, and then you're you know so you're paying out 1.6. That leaves you 400 thousand dollars to put on the entire event, mm-hmm. right? And you're you're selling food and beverage too, but. Yeah, yeah, that's and that's where this you hope with the sponsorship and stuff is is a, is a right? key component totally. Plus your yeah, like your contractors sponsorship, your sponsorships maybe, 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 maybe half a million. Just guessing, like mm-hmm. so your total revenue, two point five plus maybe a little bit more. Like I just don't know how the numbers work out. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. you know, you double that, you double that, and you have four million dollars in ticket revenue at an average ticket price of fifty bucks. Like maybe makes then a you difference for sure. Yeah. Right? You got more, you got a bigger tourism fund to work with. I think I remember hearing some about like the Edmonton destination marketing fund, the DMF, like the hotel mm-hmm. association gave the CFR like $300,000 back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. That was, there's no way that that's the same amount in Red Deer. So no. Yeah. Unfortunately, like, and I, like they're literally a sponsor of our, of our show. But, like <laughs> This is part of the real talk. Like I hope that it can still keep going the right way. Um, I don't know what it might look like if it could go back to Edmonton. I got, I had a thought that they might try and go back to like Northlands and put it on in there, but that's too small of a venue too. It's yeah, just not yeah, too, that's, a, that's another step backwards. Another, it's even further back than Red Deer. Mm-hmm. And then, like, not saying Red Deer's bad. I'm just saying that it's limiting in the fact that 
if you're gonna you get back to you, 9, you can only do so much with the with the uh, the size of the venue right yeah like, like when you look at the venues like saskatoon would be saskatoon's even smaller like i think it's a little bit bigger than red deer but it's still only like two hundred thousand people so that'd be a real challenge yeah. to have it there. well and then that and that at saskatoon on a scale of the city wise is not the place to have it either because it's a, a nightmare to get around prairie land park is very far away from where the sastel center is okay but there's not the infrastructure isn't there in saskatoon to make it work yeah edmonton was the place and they really fucked that up yeah yeah they dropped the ball there for sure so but yeah like like you say not taking away from what red has no, been able to do and keep they're, it they're going what they can they're mm-hmm. busting their ass to make it work um waste what else we got for the top anything oh uh, i think just giving a sh- shout out you alluded to it, so our, to our sponsors for this show yeah once again thank you to cfr red deer um their event wrapped up a couple weeks ago we we were there. It was an awesome time and look forward to what happens in the future with it. So stay tuned to that. And we cannot forget about our friends at Sweet Pro. They have been making premium supplements since 1991 for cows, horses, goats, sheep, you name it, they make it. And Sweet Pro is also a family-run business and it's a thing that can save you pretty much 25% on your forage needs and heading into winter. Winter came fast over the last couple of weeks. It did. And we know hay ain't cheap, so Check out Sweet Pro at your local feed retailer near you. And yeah, get on their program. It's deadly stuff. One other thing I want to say is I'd love to see uh I'd love to see a little more atmosphere in that building too. I think that an entertainer of some sort would help with the there was there was a couple of instances where it would help too, like yes. um halftime show stuff. Like there's there was definitely you could definitely notice some moments where an entertainer or some type of something that way would help Some sort of hype guy get him hyped back yeah, up. yeah for sure so and the crowd's a little bit older too for the most part it's probably skews to an older you got you got to walk the line at that cfr i found of like you got to find a way to like appeal to the younger crowd but also your traditional rodeo fan and there's a lot of them there it makes it a tough tough deal yeah okay well let's uh so this week uh, on the show we caught up with three-time pbr world champ Silvano Alves in the uh, in the restaurant at the River Cree. So that's the interview <laughs> you'll hear next. Uh, for those of you tuning in, we appreciate you checking this show out. Uh, Silvano is his English is is really solid. I want to say, um, and uh, there's a it's bit cool of to see a side of him that yeah, it's cool to see a different side of him that you never get to see. There hasn't been much for interviews out there yeah. with, with Silvano. So and that's the longest conversation I've ever been able to have with him, and I I enjoyed the heck out of it. I, and I learned some stuff, and even Casey Albert, who's done PR with. Silvano for I don't know how many like how long probably five or six years she's yeah yeah you are with them yeah, there's a little bit of a thing there like I want to say people kind of get a little worried about the language barrier and whatnot but like I thought that was pretty solid so I enjoyed yeah. it yeah good stuff just want to be on the show and yeah here we go. Well, we are here at the River Creek Resort and Casino in a booth in the cafe for another PBR Finals pod. Yeah, we've uh, we've done a few of these uh, different times in Saskatoon in the lounge. Our friend Casey Albert uh, from Endeavor slash PBR, right? Endeavor's the parent company. Um, Casey's our she's PR. No, she's, if, 
The PPR the does not happen without, without Casey. Casey. She kicks ass, so we Come, appreciate all the work she does for us. And, and she comes here all the way from New York City, like Manhattan, yeah. every couple, like every weekend to our events, flies back and forth, does all the PR for the shows. Every time, every time we ask her for website. something, she helps us out. Yeah, so She's we asked rockstar. her. So we asked her, um, what were we, what were we planning? We were planning to do Dalen. a show here. Yeah, and then and then Dalen was turning out too. Yeah. And then we were uh, we we're gonna just have so happens is a three time world champion. She's like, hey, what about Silvana? And we're like, that'd be awesome. So here <laughs> we are with the three time PBR world champion. He uh, and he's you know he's the man. The table from us right. We made right over six morning. million dollars in the PBR. Yeah, coming off a team a series championship Absolutely. last weekend, in which Nashville. we're not technically calling a world championship. It's a North American championship. He's a free agent. Yes. For the, if any of the teams are listening, so please welcome to the show, Silvano Alves. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, guys. And thanks, uh, thanks for doing this so with us. We uh, we so I guess like honestly, this is the most accomplished person we've ever had on the show it's their biggest yes man never had any pretty impressive th- yeah we've had a couple two-time world champions but never a three-time world champion <laughs> um i want to i want to talk though like i haven't seen uh, a ton of interviews different times like and, and some of this long form stuff and and the the language part of it you've done a lot of work to to learn english and spend time and, and do that it's not it's not easy coming here from you know from the portuguese side of things to to do that it's been a yeah. long, long you got work. a lot of trouble about the my Language, you know, because when I go to the school, I skip all my class in English. <laughs> <laughs> that was, was that in Brazil? Uh, like you, yeah. you could have learned it? Uh, yeah, yeah, really? in Brazil, yes, but in never go think about it. I need to use it, English, you know. But when I come here, I need to find time <laughs> to do it for help my English, you know. <laughs> What was it like when, uh, with the language barrier early on? Like, did, were there on the tour? You would always have help where somebody would, uh, would be bilingual so they could help. In, yeah, before in the I got right? a, oh, always got a lot of Brazilian. But before I got a, like all more people like Guilherme, Palermo, you know, yeah. Valderon. Valderon, yeah, yeah. these guys help more us. But now, always retired and just. Stay me, Kaique, yeah. Eduardo, a couple guys. You need like you learn more, you know, for speak more, you know, for help out the young guys too. <laughs> it's, your, it's your turn to help the young guys out now. Yes. <laughs> well, and, and kind of touching on that, when you when you came over, it was kind of still a smaller contingent of Brazilian guys. There's just not as many of you, but oh, now there's way more like on the team. Oh yeah, I'm gonna come over here and like have on five guys yeah. you know now i got a 15 yeah. 20 guys <laughs> you know a bunch more well, was it hard when you were just like hanging out between events like trying to go like have dinner somewhere like with the language barrier did you kind of hang out with the brazilians like going like between events and stuff too yeah now he's all friendly in yeah. there you know go try help each other you know just to go figure out where you go and sometimes a couple groups go together go for still more comfortable you know when, when uh, what was it like first coming over this way uh, to the PBR back? What it was about two thousand and five or six? I forget the year now. Or was it two thousand eight? Yeah. In two thousand ten. Two thousand ten was the first year. Yeah. Okay. What was it like for the first year? How did you? Uh, was it uh, qualification to the PBR in Brazil first, or did you just come straight here? Or what was the? Yeah, was uh, the ride path? only one event in Brazil for the because before I'm right there uh, another association, and the PBR Brazil invited me to come here for. For right there and the road one day there one bull right there and and the next one if it's they are say say to me if you want to go to the America I need to stay the top twenty for the okay and I go the first event I stay first and second me and Fabiano I stay the first and second for the standing yeah. and a week after I come here then I stayed for try 
and I stayed here for two weeks in 2009 and back home and I say yes I, I want to do this and then back in after New Year 2010 I'm coming here to stay season. for 2022 and that was um, so are you saying you haven't been back home very much or do you mean you've been on the tour since essentially yes in the tour I try back yeah. home just one time a year now one time a year yeah when do you when do you go go home Oh, I don't know. Probably next year. This year is keeping. Oh, really? <laughs> well, this, there's no off-season this year. Yeah. What's that like for, for you this year after coming off the teams? And you got to go, and you're here this week in Edmonton. You're in Saskatoon as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, just back to back to back. And then you got to go uh, back on the main for season Tucson again. Tucson starts. In the Tucson yeah. at the end of the month, yeah. End of the month. So you yeah. get one week off Thanksgiving? Yeah, probably good. one week off at Thanksgiving. Oh, wow. So what's that like? That's kind of new for you, like the riders. You, like, usually you get a bit of a break after the World Finals. And you kind of Yeah, normally it's break after the Finals like a month, you know. But sometimes it's good for continuing just one, two weeks off because in the, it's still the routine, you know. If you stay like a month or month and a half, it's still... It changed different stuff, you know. It's too lazy, you know. You know. I like, for me, I like more now. Too many off, but like two weeks maximum and keep ride bulls because I like bull riding need like continue doing because same time soccer player every week, you know. Yeah, you know? easier to stay in a groove that way. Yeah. yeah. What What is, uh, tell me about practice and, and working out and, and keeping yourself in shape. What is that like for you now? Me, just, in, just to go with some exercise but i don't like much exercise just for stretch for a little bit all my car you know do like much exercise and they for practical pains normally one time a week and after two weeks depending how i'm feeling bull ride you know i get on a couple of bulls but every time it's still in a range and ride a horse or roping or you yeah. know just to walk around there for staying something for animal Riding riding horses is mu is very similar. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you said you're roping too, like you're team roping. Or yeah. I'll, oh, nice. Like you know the glare man. Yeah. Nice. That's cool. Because he he wins a bunch of money at those team roping yes, events too. Yes. Hey. Yes, I go. Is, is that a post career goal for you to do some team yeah, roping? Yeah, just for have fun. I know. That yeah. <laughs> Not for competition. No. Yeah. Some competition, but you know, you got a bunch of bad guys, but I can do too. <laughs> um, I want to talk about how hard it is to leave your family and, and everybody in, in Brazil and, and move to another country to pursue a, a dream and goals. Like, it's very hard, right? Yeah, it's very hard. Uh, example, like a Brazilian, all the time, like family, you know, together, you know. And uh, But I need to think about this because I change my future, you know. I need for help my future for my kids, my family, you know, because always my family is poor in Brazil, you know. Everybody like me just ride bulls for helping my family, you know. And now is try here another, another dream, you know. And um, now and I'm glad for all God put in my my life and changing my life a lot and just for in the back of the bull. And um, it's hard for ex explain for you guys, but it is for like another dream. You do you? Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure if anybody will be, or listen on the Portuguese side, but we could kind of talk about that a little bit. I wish we could do that a bit. Yeah, we need we need Felipe here. Felipe would be would very help helpful. Us out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or uh, Eugenio uh, Jose. Jose uh, Leme. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, Eugenio Jose, uh, writer in Brazil. He's a friend of mine. I went I went there like four different times uh, to ride like a long time ago, like in like 2010 and 11, 2009. I went to uh, like Porto Velo. 
Um, Puerto Velho. Yeah, I went. I went and rode there. I was no good though. I didn't stay on at all. But, <laughs> but, but I met a bunch of those guys there. And DC Birche, the bullfighter. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. He was DC. part of the IPRA. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, so yeah. I went down there a few times. Okay. I, lo I love that. I love to go again, but it's been so long. Yeah, his Brazil is a lot of beautiful place, and the people there, humble, you know, like your family everywhere. You can go there, just try to help steer, be comfortable there, and be happy and have fun there. I wanted to ask about your family. So who who all is with you here now? Like your your immediate family is, but are your parents still in Brazil? Or where how are they doing? Where are they at? Did, here, did they here. come to the U.S. as well, or, or where are they at? How are for they the U.S. or here in Canada? No, in uh, um, in, the, in the U.S. U.S. Like yeah. from like your your family in Brazil. Who all is with you now? Yeah, my mom is home now in in, in the, Brazil. Yeah, my okay. mom is home now, and and uh, sometime all my parents come here one time visit after a year you. or okay. two two years, depending. I don't know. That's, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I want I want to ask. Uh, Kind of early on in your career, you won like your, th your world titles. Like you had your back to back, and then won another one right it was away. Like three and four yeah, three, years. Yeah, three and it? four years, and then Is you kind of right had Casey? some some injury trouble. I talk a bit about like going from like coming hot out the gates to struggling a bit with some injuries and, and not the same consistency you had yeah. those years. My first my first injury is at 2015, and um, I'm still not first in the world again. And uh, and uh, but it happened for for a bull ride career. You know, it broke my hips. And uh, still off for seven months and back to only finals. Still, still finish top ten, but it's sometimes you gotta struggle because it's, you know got a hundred percent confidence. Sometimes you got your head is confident, but your body no, you know. And um, it's a few pain a couple times. It depends on your movement. It's too tight, and but it's happening. Just and it just put your head there open up and just keep going, you know. And what kept you motivated after that, though? You won, had won three world titles, won a bunch of money. Like, you could have almost even drawn the line there and, and hung it up and had called a good career, but you kept <laughs> giving her. But his motivation is you look back, you know. You know, look when they start Red Bulls and you feel emotional and you can say, yeah, I can do it again, you know. Is that, is that uh, do, we, we asked this question, I guess, to like, we talked to Sage Kimsey a while ago, and he's won seven on the PRCA side. Um, but he says the his motivation has changed because it, it he wants to motivate the next generation and he wants to um, I forget well, I forget exactly what he said. That's but he, pretty much the same. But it yeah. it, cha it changed for him. Has that been the same for you as well? Yes, is um, because every year is different. You know, every generation come bull ride new one, like bulls, everything. You know, but uh, sometimes you put in you look in all the all the young guys. You say. I can do too. You got no for the years for, but the experience, you know. And you mentioned the bull side of things. Like you, you kind of, you've been, you've been a part of the PBR for a long time now. Talk a bit about how much the bull power has yeah. changed over the years. It's changed a lot, a lot. And the, I think the bull, and fifty percent and more in the bull right now, yeah. <laughs> you know. And uh, but it's happened, you know. Just in every time in all the young kids or like us and go. Just need better and better for you getting any space wrong for for bulls, you know. What are some of your favorite bulls over the years, and some of your most memorable memorable rides, like the the big scores? Uh, and the, and the a really big fan from Bushwhacker and uh, yeah. for the out following a lot in his career and a couple bulls like um like uh, the asteroid, good bull too, you know, Bruiser, you know, the Pearl Harbor, you know. And um, our time, you know, a lot of 
Brank good balls, you know. Different time, you know, but all the best ball in the world. What What are some of your most memorable rides over your career? What Which ones come back to you? Which ones do you remember and 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 really stand out the most? Stand yeah. out the most. The kind of my first retirement, like a year, Yellow Jack Jr. Yeah. And uh, asteroid, and when um, I win the last Cowboy stand in the SmackDown, a couple rides is nice and never it's forgot. I remember that SmackDown ride. That was cool. Yeah. That was like 93. 93. 90, yeah. yeah. Rango's 92, 75. Rango too. And um, Tennessee Honey, the, the Red Muley, is hard for riding 91, the finals. is a, a bunch. Um, I was going to ask about some of the world title races you were part of. Like, there were some really close ones over the years. Some, like, you, you, the one of them you kind of ran away with, didn't you? And then few, there's kind of like tight races. Like talk a bit about going back and forth with guys like the JBs and Galerme and the other top guys over the years. Oh yeah, I like the, this time because in this lot of fight, but no fight like just friend, you know, fight friend, you know. But he's funny one push it, you one, and uh, because I'm all the best in the world. I think you know, in my in my opinion, all the all top five years is good for people watching. I think you know, most finest better fun for good good section for American Brazilian, you know. The, uh, and you could have, and even in 2013 when JB won uh, won the world that year, that was a tight one where it was like one bull. Just, yeah, uh, I think in the best finals that was, the that was, that was amazing. That was unbelievable, yeah. 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 Was that one of your more favorite, even though you may not have won it, but was that I know, that yeah, was but exciting, I know. wasn't he, it? But he's won because he's the best and the best, you know. He's an, but but one bull for you, uh, True Blood, actually a bull from here. And I think round two was your only one you bucked off. That like oh, yeah, the, the black round. one. The I black don't know. Yeah, he got a slap on. For, yeah. yeah, well, he's a hard ride bull, too, sometimes. Yes, sometimes normally good, he's good, but... but I picked him, yeah. Yeah, I picked him. I saw a lot of Canera rode him. You know, it's nice for this bull I need, but yeah. the other day there, he don't like Brazilian. It wasn't good that day. <laughs> <laughs> so are you and JB... Are you and JB friend, or friends then? Yes. Yeah, friends? Yes, yes, I yes. guess. It had to gotta be, be Gotta yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. What about, what about all the trouble people give you for not taking rerides different times? Is that just a big story or do they like they give you trouble? It's mm, not a thing really, is no, it? No, just for my opinion. No? Just in, um, sometime you need, sometime no. But if you, if you don't take it, but you need to keep in hard working for all the rest of the days, you know? Well, and what it comes down to, like I w I'm looking at Pro Bull stats and it's been something that uh, I've used it as a... As a um, guide for all of us. Oh, for so long. I was just bugging Casey. I was trying to bug her to see if she'd help me log in because I don't have a login yet. <laughs> <laughs> I want to look back at some stats and stuff. <laughs> I forgot. I think Slade was going to hook us up, but we... Uh, oh, yeah. But we for I forgot to bug him about it again. But um, well, I don't well, know where I was going with that. Well, I, like, but stats, because yeah. because that one ride could have made the difference, too. That was like that was how close that week was. I think JB rode all eight, and you rode seven of eight, I think. that. Yeah, but if JB back off in short go, I'm a win. You would win, yeah. Yeah, because then I rode, Then he rode the white bull, white out. You right? white, white, yeah, for, yeah. 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 yeah, he rode for nine-something. But he got him. Um, it's happened because when I take my bull in short go, I take 76 points. I take a real ride. I got another one for nine. He's like, I'm a win in the, the win in the route draw. And uh, he's put a lot of pressure in here, you know. But he rode perfect, and for. But that one yeah. you could have had, and you could have had, uh, like that would have been three in a r or four in a row. Could have been three, three in a row, I think. Wouldn't have been. Well, ten, eleven. No, sorry, ten, ten, twelve. No, me and eleven. Yeah. And, uh, 
first year, 12, yeah, first year rookie in t 11, 12, and yeah. if you got 13, four, rolling, 14. Four, yeah. So, so it could have been four in a row. Damn, yeah. <laughs> um, it's so so. But, but what <laughs> I was going back to is the, the re-ride pieces, though. Uh, the uh, he who rides the most bulls wins. Like, if you look at the stats on Pro Bowl stats, and I think I think we asked Slate about this before, but there's been so many point system changes since you've been riding. Like it's changed, like, I don't know how many times. A handful of times like, at least. Well, yeah. like eight, probably like yeah. eight times. Like, it's a, it's a ton of times, right? The point system, it's changed so much. Yeah. But if you just break it down to bull riding and, like, the team series, the guys that ride the most bulls, any score, they win. The bo The most rides wins. So it's why I take re-ride re sometimes. You don't have to. I know, yeah, because win. I know... All the rules, just one rules for all the sport, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he, uh. but the most rides win. So essentially, you could take everything else away, and whoever rides the most bulls would win. Math. Don't even stats. Need stats really, right? <laughs> um, I wanted to, to kind of get back to something we were talking about before we started recording the the rodeo versus PBR, how they're like the payout wise. It's like, like how it's a lot of people don't realize on the rodeo side of things. You're actually like you were saying, um, you're winning your own money back, whereas the PBR gives you an opportunity to access to more money and money that you can actually make a living at why don't you talk a bit about that like kind of the rodeo versus this is a rodeo is a, this is a different for pbr because pbr started for, from the rodeo too you know but it's rodeo like a, you need to say like a real cowboy but i try one year but he is nice he's good but it's, but i think it's pbr come to for value more how to ride you know and uh it's happened and um sometime the some young kids know no extent about this one, but it, if you stay in good life, you need to value your your ride. You know, it's a road you value some rides, but it's sometimes it's PBR is helping more because wanting more out the best bull ride in the world. No, Adriano did start um, in the PRCA, right? He went to the NFR. He won and world like title, I think, didn't he? Yeah, in 1994, in I believe. Yeah, wasn't yeah. It? He won, or what, he won both. Did he win both? I think he, I I think he won and then the finals. Yeah, okay. And, uh, oh, he yeah, rode all 10 bulls at the end yeah, of the bar, right? Yeah, I think yeah. the same year with the PBR and... 94, I yeah, think. Yeah, that's right. 94. Yeah. So is, is Adriano a guy you would have looked up to growing up, or who was kind of your idols when you before you started riding bulls and what got you into the sport? Um, Fabrizio Alves. I know Adriano a lot, watch a lot of, lot of videos from him before I met him. But yeah, I know, like... Adrian Fabrizio Alves, the guys come here in the United States to a couple world finals and um, Rogério Ferreira, but I think it looked like in Fabrizio Alves a lot. Did you always want to be a bull rider or was, is that something you've been around your whole life or kind of what led you down the, the path yeah, right now? Yeah, almost these guys and I watching before on TV and, and, and uh, all the stuff in Brazil and later and I go ride out these guys too because he's still, I mean, start to early like young mm -hmm. and like when i go and go to all the big rodeo he they are still riding bulls too and rode all these guys too i'm looking back at some of the stats but i want to go talk about the nashville stampede and and being part of the teams and, and winning the team title just the other day talk about the experience in the season and and what it was like to be signed by them and now you're a free agent so we can talk about and, that and, a bit and the team's experience overall it's something yeah. new for you guys on that side Pretty of the class i know i'm very happy i know and uh always always i say when they start the team deal, is everybody excited? But and uh, I may jump in the team Nashville in the middle of the season. You know, the McBride called me. I'm still open outside and still go the open bull riding and go Chad Bur Chadburg's deal. And um, Dickinson, right? Like North Dakota, you were going to some of the yeah the King of the North, like yeah Challenger. King of the North, yeah 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 because I know still out for the draft. 
And uh, when you just call me and uh, you want part of your team, you say, yeah, I can go. I try try my best there for a try. Help you other guys go win too, you know. It's for me is new experience because I'll, I'm teaching all this, some young kids. I, I mean, learning for some stuff with the kids and just you, you know. And for me, never forgot all the experience because I put out out people's union, out people's go to every single week, practice at home, stay together, you know. I know out season, no matter how lock all the games, but every single time everybody try hard and fight for each bull, you know. And then it's one time you say, no, no worry, guys. And you just head up and keep going. And then... And God, I got a plan for us, and this happened. Talk about Justin McBride and 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 his influence on the on the team as well, and what it's like having a coach too. Like that's the yeah. first time you probably would ever had like a full time coach for a season. Yeah, Justin is big fan from him. Is the all the best bull ride in PBR, you know. Two Irons is the best year ever at in the legend guy, you know. He's a um, he's nice. I know. I know him a lot, but never stay close like this time, you know. Yeah. He's, but he's he's listening all the bull rides a lot. He's learned a little bit. He's teach out stuff you can do, you know. He's really nice. He help a lot. He put a lot of attention for the team. He's he's a great guy for. How did he help you personally? Did he he rode right handed as well, but he rode with American style rope. I think you. He, but he no matter for which which rope you rode. But you need it for right bulls. You need one position, you know. Just stay in the front and middle and basic team, you know. That's it. All the time he's teaching. He don't care about American, Brazilian rope. Just he need to try the all the right state one basic thing and then the back of the bull. Is some of it uh, mental side of it? Is that did he help on that side at all? Like yes, little little bit. Both for right and mental for opening gate for trust yourself and believe yourself. You know? The uh, the speeches he did at the at the finals that fire you up even more than you than you already fired up for bull riding like you're you're pretty <laughs> calm and and you know I know you've done this a few I times know. before. <laughs> <laughs> it's exciting because I know all my ride I know my my career you know and I can do like when I can you know but just trust and believe in yourself. Lacey? Um, I was going to ask too, like the, the team finals format, because you guys kind of came in as one of the, the lower ranked teams, but having an opportunity to come through the bracket and win, like talk about that experience, because you're never really out of it. You always have a chance to win. Yeah, everybody, <laughs> uh, everybody like, no, trust you, you know, because stay in the, the last place always. But I think our team trust more. And they go step there, everybody in Latin, but. Before us go there and say you have one word in Brazil, sometimes you're last in, and when you finish, you go the first one. So, so you're a free agent now, heading into the next the next season. Have you had some teams reaching out to you, or kind of you have kind of an idea where you want to go after? With I don't Nashville? know. I think it's stay with the Nashville. <laughs> um, the uh, talk about the, the people on the team though. There's been there's like Keith Ryan Cartwright's part of the team, and I forget uh, what's the lady's name that runs the team. <laughs> Um, no, no press. No but press. talk about the talk about the teams, the, the, that part of the team, and all the support there was too. What is it? The all this, like the support you had with the team and the, and the, the management and everybody. Like it's a big group. It's and like you said earlier, it's like one of the first times that that happens. Tina Baddock. Oh yeah. I don't know, talk is always Nashville 
team is nice and try help us, you know. I can explain for because every time is say something for us, try out, put us up, you know, and all all the time is the best. Well, I want to ask what the the Fearless documentary that was on Netflix. Were you were you oh, yeah, were you yeah. were you part of that or yep. were you involved? Oh, yeah. Talk a bit about that experience and how having like a camera crew following you around and being able to tell kind of the story of Brazilian bull it's riders. It's good, but because in the talk about the each bull ride life, you know, and uh, because all the time all the people watch us, all the glory, you know, all this and the top of the mountain, you know, but you need to never know what happened back or what happened. When do you start? Uh, what are you have you to do for stealing uh, the best? It's a good experience for it. What uh, I forget about Renato. How's how's Renato doing? Where is he? Is he in? Uh, no, he's in Brazil. He went back to Brazil. Yeah. So he's he won. Far, he's farming guys there. He's farming there. <laughs> what does he What does he farm there? Yeah, he's raising buck bulls there. He got oh, really cows and some stuff like that. Is that would that be your plan to go bu- to go back when you retire, or do you like like stay in Texas? I don't know yet. I think some a lot of stuff now. <laughs> <laughs> how, ma- how many more years do you plan to ride bulls? Do you have a plan, or is yeah, you, are you a couple no more? No, but couple more. Not like Edney. <laughs> Not like Edney. <laughs> <laughs> he's an impressive guy. Like what 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 what's, what what makes him being able like, able to to ride bulls at such a high level for so long? Oh yeah, he is. He's great, you know. He's uh, like 47 years old. He's still in the, That's crazy. the how, top how? level. Yeah, he's how did he do strong, it? He's strong. strong good, is good shape, eh? But you even look at, like, a lot of the Brazilian guys have, like, longer-lasting careers well, than some of the American guys. And like Adriano wrote, to, he won a world title at 37 or 39? 38. 38, 38, 38 yeah. I think, and, like, and, like, Jao Ricardo, he's you're 30. You're 38, 38. Yeah, yeah. So, like, there's... They get, what, what makes you guys have such more, more longer careers than, than some of the other guys? Some depend, and if you don't hurt much, and you can do, you know, because I, I say all the time, you know, ride bull for the money, for stay superstar, because I love ride bulls, you know, it's my passion, ride bulls, it's a group like the, is an, I know some l- superstar and money is good, but no much for like a passion, you know. The, uh, I want to go back to the, to home for you, um, the uh, what does your what does your family do in Brazil? What did, what did you guys do before? Like, and when did you start riding bulls down there? How did you get into my it? My grandpa is broke a horse in a range. Oh, okay. Is my my dad is ride bull, but just for fun, you know, like a regional, regional is just in his work first, and then my mama's working home too, you know, all all this simple simple life there, you know. Then like, when I go still there and just in, I love riding. I go to the farm with my. My grandpa and my uncle for helping milk cows and work in the ranch there. And after this one, my daddy, when I got a weekend available, he go some bull ride, I go help, go watching and help him out the stuff there for pulling rope and everything. And, but after this one, I try when I young and then I like him. I got a good direction <laughs> and uh, keep falling. So when did you first get on a bull? Like what age were you when you first went? My to go first on? big bull, professional bull, thirteen year old. Oh thirteen. That was the first time you got. got yeah, on my a first rodeo win at fifteen. First time you won is fifteen. Yeah. Really. And yeah, then you, and you were over here uh, in twenty ten. You were twenty. Twenty one. Uh, twenty one. Wow. Yeah. Twenty one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because um, in Brazil is a lot of, some kind of like. Uh, a lot of young kids start early, but if you dare, you can sign for repo- responsible for you can okay. ride in your 
Yeah, I'm start like professional 2004 for out a couple of professional rodeo, but I fall in all careers start 2005, but I start 2004 for professional oh. rodeo for big bulls. Wow. Yeah. So so we're up here in Edmonton for the PBR Canada National Finals, and you've only been been to Canada a few times to ride, and I think mostly Calgary Stampede stuff, which is in no Calgary Stampede. Never. No, I want to go. I need to finish yeah, my yeah. ride. I need to go Gotta there. Go to Calgary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every time in. The Calgary Stampede is the same day with the breaking, PBR, some breaking. Yeah. All the way they go to Brazil for visit out the uh, family. Oh, I don't July. want to go back and forth, you know. Oh, but I see. Oh, five years ago today. Five years, oh, first time in Canada. And which event would that have been? Was the Global Cup? Oh, co- the oh, Global Cup yeah. in 2017. Yeah. 17. Yeah, yeah in yeah, the same building. So you know Rogers Yeah, the same building, yeah. Talk and, talk. Uh, the Americans won that one, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, America so won. Yeah, Brazil yeah. second. Yeah, talk second. talk about that about that Global Cup experience. How was that? Was the first one they'd had, and it was kind of it's good. It you know, it's Edmonton, Edmonton in November, nice and cold. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's always different. Deal is good, you know. Like competition, like all the, all the states and all the countries is different, but it's different for just then, like Brazil, American, Canada, US. But you need each one ride your bull, you know. But it's it's amazing. It's nice. What about uh, what about the um, them not having you on the team lately? What do you ever do? You ask them about that, or do you uh, like do you? What does it feel like for them not have you on Team Brazil different times? What What are your thoughts on that? What if when they haven't had you on Team Brazil? What What do you feel like when when they didn't didn't put you on the team? Yeah, it's normal because Brazil got a lot of best bull riders. You know, it's hard for choice to pick out the guys. But yeah. If you you if you each one the coach pick is the you keep pick out the best. Um, so back to where I was going with the, with this weekend, uh, we had a bit of a cold snap blow in this week. And you were in Saskatoon two weeks ago, and it was pretty. It was okay weather wise. Been in New York in January. Yeah. Seen cold. Wait, what, I, yeah, but yeah. like not like <laughs> minus thirty. <laughs> nice, but here it's too cold for me. <laughs> what was your What was your first thoughts when you got off the plane? It was minus twenty five or whatever it was. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so heading heading into this weekend, it's it's our national finals here. There's thirty thousand dollars up to, for grabs for the winner at, at the end of the weekend. Fifty thousand for the fifty thousand for the Canadian champion. Talk a bit about what you're looking forward to, to for riding this weekend in Edmonton. Oh yeah, it's great. It's great deal here in the PBR. Canada is good job for help out the bull riding for like good added money and for for the overtired guys fifty grand. You know, is is nice. And every time it just in people's ears grow all the sport too and they grow all the bull riders. Good job. Talk about Jason Davidson. He had a hand in bringing you up here too. Oh, he's really nice guy. You know, Justin is looking look out front. You know, for the for our each career, he no matter which ride you want, but he need all the people's go grow together like PBR too and grow out money for value all the riders, all the all the the deal the PBR deal too and go. Running out together is nice, nice guys for you. I'm, I'm looking back. Casey Hook, she uh, broke into uh, Pro Bull Stats for me, so thank you. <laughs> Thanks for hacking me in. One of the I, w- I remember this ride now. Uh, Buck Wild in Chicago, 2012. The red muley with the white face. Yeah. Turned back into your hand, 92 and a half. Tell me about that ride. What do you remember about oh, that? Oh, yes. Co is the bull. I think it's the bull from here, Canada. No, North Dakota. North Shane Dakota. Gunderson. Yeah. yeah. He uh, was here for a while, but but uh, Shane and Josh. Did some oh okay, on okay. His Kobu is is hard. He's he's nice. I like him a lot. 
He just really got in the air. Yeah, really just blow out in the air, go to the right, and move it forward and back. But it's nice to both. What does it take to ride those high-level bulls? When when I remember getting on Unabomber. Remember Unabomber? Do you ever get on Unabomber from up yeah. here? Big yeah. gray bull. Really buck. Went to the World Finals a couple times. I like. I'm not a very big guy, but like that bull, he bucked so hard. He like felt like my shoulder was ripping out of sock my on my free arm. Like what? It, how do you? How does a guy even ride those high-level bulls? Like you have to really, really be in the right. Yeah, spot, I need right? like sometimes you don't need to be say too much strong, but you need to still stay in the middle and behind the shoulder and the back. You know, is this spot you can miss it like this spot. If you miss this spot, you got no got any control anymore. If you stay behind the shoulder bull and in the middle of the back, it, uh, you gotta control jump for jump. You ride easy. What what's in your vision when you're riding? Is it the bull's head, or are you looking more straight down? Remember when no, I first No, more started? than the neck. In the neck. Yeah, because it's hard for you look in the head because the head is sometimes the bull moving too much. Moving the head a lot, you know, in like looking like it, and like in more than neck. Well, is that you is know? That you if you like, if you look in the head, the bull bull move ahead or go to the right and come to the left, you know. And then, and then, if his head moves, then you're on the ground and yeah. bam, <laughs> fucked off. How, how much, how much of feel are you riding too? Like, with the, I remember, I got to a point where you could feel the bull change leads when they're turning to the right or to the left. When could you, can you feel those when they're when they're spinning or if they're yeah, sometimes. But in, you need to like put attention a lot, you know, for when you go moving, just just move your your body to movement is really quick and fast. I guess if you're thinking on the back one, you're probably not staying on them very long, hey? Yeah. <laughs> but, but what is it like for you, though? You've been on, like, I think the records say you've been on, like, uh, how many? 1,329 uh, stats, like, outs on Pro Bowl stats. What, what are the rides like for you now? Like, it has to slow down and be, like, from when you first started going, it was fat. Like, it happens fast, right? And now, like, how, how slow is it when oh, you're because at I think an elite the, level? Because all the injuries after a couple of years, you know, for, for my... I think it's for my injuries. It's still the bulls, the caliber bulls, more hard a little bit. Sometimes, you know, some years don't got a good draw, lock draw, you know. <laughs> but this happened part of the career. But every time, it's just in still healthy and right each bull. How how do you feel now? How's your body? How are you Great, doing? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Outstanding. Ready to get on some big Canadian bulls this weekend? Did yeah. You, <laughs> you notice they're a bit bigger up here, like compared to the little white plumbers and oh yeah, stuff? the bigger bulls up here. <laughs> Do you like getting on the bigger ones better? I guess you're yeah. one of the you're one of the bigger guys, I guess. Hey? No, too big, but it's, it's alright. <laughs> um, is there is there is there a bull going now down the road that you want really want to get on that you haven't had a chance to yet? No, no. I think it's just the first one. I think I I don't know the name. No, I mean like I, in oh. the PBR, like is there a bull Overall. that's like like Whoopa or one of those? Is there a bull that you kind of want to get on? Like uh, I want to get on Whoopa one day, but never got a chance yet. Probably next year, and then just a couple. Not much, but a couple. <laughs> that one? Any, anybody else? Uh, was were there are there any other ones or was that just one? Just Whoopa? Uh, I don't remember. I think I got more. Um. Were there any from previous years that you didn't get on that you wish you would have in, in throughout your career? Like, is there any that you missed from that are retired now? Mm. Not sure. You got mm. to get on. You got, you <laughs> got, okay. You, you, you did ride some of the, the baddest cats going though, like Asteroid Absolutely. and um, SmackDown and all those good bulls. Yeah. Which What's your most memorable Silvano ride, Casey? Valley. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you've seen a you've seen a ton of his. Career though, what would you say? Casey's thinking right now. She's thinking hard, but she's got a good answer. I know it. 
I'm gonna look up the stats. Oh. 2019 finals. Yeah, and, uh, the book I wrote in uh, Midlar Party. He's from Midnight Canada. Party. Oh, from oh, Canada. Yeah. Oh. In the 2019 finals, I'm just getting. I'm gonna go one back, one page. I think here. Uh, your favorite Silvano, right? Well, how come? Yeah, I think. It, yeah, because and I think the book nobody wrote him. You know, I think the first guy wrote him. Oh. In the finals. That and that was uh, the outlaw. Um, Moonlight party, wasn't it? Is yeah, midnight mid mid party. Yeah, 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 yeah. The white bull. Okay, I like that one. How how did you like the finals um, in Thomas and Mac compared to either T-Mobile? T-Mobile. Which way? Where'd you like it better? I like Thomas Mac. Yeah, that's where yeah. he won everywhere. Yeah, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. But I got I like T-Mobile too. But you know, but mm, but I think it, like the building T-Mobile is more big, in, and uh, Thomas Mac is more more close all the people's on the loud, you know. Yeah, uh, uh, I good. Those those couple of finals though, like the like the 11, 12, 13, 14, like those were some incredible cool finals. Years, yeah, where the building was like with the flags, like the Brazilian flags, and everybody was was cheering for you. Like it was the the national uh, yeah. pride. Behind, like it was amazing. Like I never like we we Casey mentions the Global Cup here, and we we talked about that before. Like how that was one of the most incredible bull ridings I've ever been to. But I think that 2013. Like those couple of years of the finals when everybody's getting up on their feet for those last few rides and yeah. it was so incredible. What was it like to be in, in the middle of that? Like, does that do you see that or not until the end? Like, when do you, when does I it I see a couple of times it's just here, but it looked like Brazil. You know, Brazil is yeah. like a lot Bajetos. of people like that, Bajetos. but in it, you can think about the other people. You know, just and you think about your bull, you know, open the gate and ride jump for jump. What do you what What is your pre ride? look like what are you how are you preparing now is there is there a uh, like a visualization that you do or or do you like do you uh what what is it pre-ride for you now or you just go get on you just, just get on and pray f for god which which uh, world title did you have the most fun celebrating uh i think the third the third one how come what was what made that one the best yeah because in the third one he's um i'm still behind you know when they started the finals and they go, keep it going, growing, growing, growing. Gonna go still the first guy and out, and the last guy and out, and still the first and for in charge to go if you win. If you rode my my bull, bull and asteroid, if you win the finals, you win the title. If you know, <laughs> you lost everything. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, and uh, just a pray and he goes, did it. Big, big sigh of relief at the end of the final. Yeah, just to have fun and jump for jump and. God prepared for me. The uh, so the million dollars for those that maybe don't know, uh, it's paid out a, as an annuity, right? It's a hundred thousand dollars a year for ten years. Yeah, that's, that's how they pay it out. Would you rather just have the million bucks, at one time, or do you like mm. the way they split it up? I think it's split it out more better. It's good, eh? So like like a count, you know. Every year you got a little then bit. Then you're good. Yeah. <laughs> if you got all one, it's it's good for investment, but you know. Yeah. But the boats for investment is good. So with with uh, with what you've done, talk about some of the stuff you've done over the years with like with six million dollars, six and six point six, I think, is what your career is at in the PBR now. What what have you invested in? What have, what have you done? Yeah, in that way. I buy land. Buy land. Land. I got my f my ranch in Texas. I got a big farm in Brazil. I buy too, and I got a lot of land in in the Texas in my place too, behind my ranch, and I got a lot of investment for land. Is that where uh, is that where the soccer field is? Jose, is he that? Is he got a different? No, place? I know I'm good soccer field. Just <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>, Red Bulls. <laughs> yeah. So um, there's a you. So the uh, 
bull riding arena you have one at your house too is that right what do you have bull riding arena at your yes, house for yes, practice yeah. yes and then um the farm in brazil talk about that a little bit is is your yes, family part of that too or yeah or i got way way north there before i had a close to my home but i sell it by one big one there in north really and where is it up there close to the amazon and the mato grosso mato say? grosso yeah uh mato grosso mato grosso de sol so Ma- uh, no mato grosso the north yes the north one. yeah yeah okay. close to the rondonia there rondonia yeah. Para is over there. Oh, okay and uh, uh and uh, right now it's raised f- uh, least for people's raising corn and uh, soy corn and bean and uh, soy beans and corn there really there's yeah. is there a lot of sugar cane in brazil too is that one of the major exports uh, is that Think so, I think don't know. So. Like on the one, like this, the uh, other side, of the, the yeah. west side, like. And Mato Grosso is the west side, it and west it's side? on the border of. Ch- is it Chile? Is that right on that side, or is no, there more uh, stuff? No, but once at Bolivia, it's uh, born Bolivia. One side, the other side, you can go to more up and go to the Chile. Yeah. And close okay. to Acre is close to Amazon. and go there in the top. Okay. Cool. Yeah. What so we mentioned Bajetos, that's uh biggest best rodeo in Brazil. Yeah. What are what are some of the other ones though that people might not know about that, that are big ones down there that Barretos look like a Vegas here, you know? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same kind of the thing, best eh? in there. Uh, the, like Calgary here for you guys, you know. Yeah. The best open bull ride is um his call is nice and if it very important for all the Brazilian guy there. What are some of the other ones though? Some of the other event big events in Brazil. Oh I got um Americana Jaguariuna, Boritos, Cajamar, Fernandópolis, a lot of bunch of best there. The uh, and the PBR has had different events in Brazil. Is there still a major Brazilian tour? I don't I don't know what what we have what the PBR, PBR has Brazil. Done. Yes, yeah. yeah, PBR Brazil make Americana, Jaguariuna, Fernandópolis, and um, and uh, others events too. His PBR is growing too there. Um. When I remember going ben to the finals every year too. Okay. When I remember going down there uh, to ride, I think that bull riding was the second biggest sport in Brazil. Is that yes. right? Next to soccer. Yeah, soccer is first. And yeah, yeah. And bull riding number two. Yeah, number two. Now the bull ride has grown bunch in Brazil because before the bull ride is say just the guys working farming, you know, working carrots like that. But now the poop, the people's value more. And recognize more what why the bull rider can. So are you, are you a celebrity in Brazil? Do you get recognized yeah, walking down, down the down street? Or yes. <laughs> all the time. Autographs all the time? Yeah. Oh, wow. Anywhere anywhere you go, like even in Sao Paulo, Rio, yeah. everywhere? Yes. Wow. Oh, wow. Dang. Um, are What's you it s- like to go home then now? What what is what is that like? When you go, what it, what is it like to do that? It's, it's probably uh, less just so Just go Texas. there for the see all the friends there. Just yeah. go rope somewhere, you know, just for talking you know. Ho- holiday, have, holidays, yeah. Are, are you a soccer fan? Do you like soccer? Or not much. Not much. No no <laughs> what are your other sports? And is it is it rodeo and roping kind of thing? Or what, yeah, what I else like you more roping. Uh, yeah. stuff hockey. Like you like hockey? <laughs> not much. We gotta get, no him, gotta get him on some skates. Um, what else we got? We wanna get to? I'm at the. What are we missing, Casey? Get my skate, Fali. Uh-uh. No. Uh-uh. uh-uh. Casey's been a huge help for us getting this uh getting lined up. Getting this lined up for us, so thank you, Casey. And uh what else what else I want to go to want to get one when, a couple more. When do you go to Brazil the event in Porto Velho, you with the the money there, is that car, money or truck? Um 
Yeah, that's one thing there. Um, I never, I wasn't good enough to win, so I don't know what they won. But sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> but I think I wrote a, like maybe a one. I think I was 66, didn't take the reride. <laughs> um, I was just so happy to get a score down there. But how about the Bulls? They're a tame too, hey? Like the Bulls, like Bulls are like here are mean. They want to hurt you. But down there, they can walk through the. Yeah, it's different because all the, the Brazil. Now you got a, more, a lot of generic bulls for bucking bulls, but b before no much. You need to gotta catch some bulls for like feedlot and go try for if you buck or not, you know. But here is more generic and more for long time for long time, you know, in front of the Brazil. But why this different? But Brazil now got a lot of generic. It's, grow, it's growing there yeah. now, yeah. yeah. It's similar to similar to Canada. Like we, there's been a big investment on the oh, yeah. the bucking bull side of thing, and it's, and yeah. it's you're seeing it now with I how many great bulls. Like Canada, Australia investment a lot of bulls, and like in Mexico too. And Brazil got a couple American too there. For okay, so they're now doing a couple. Now every year. But uh, but wh but why are they so tame though? How how are they? That's just what they are. Like they they still buck really hard, but they're just not. Not I know, mean. but I want like change, you know, for like uh, the people that think I want like new experience for change out bulls bucking. You know. Okay, um, yeah. but and what? Why? Uh, why? Why the cars and the motorcycles and and oh, in Brazil? Prize, why? Yeah, why is that? I don't know. It's different, you know. Because yeah. sometimes people just for like all the sponsor give you know got okay. money give it like motorcycle and car or truck or whatever. Huh. How many cars do you win in Brazil? <laughs> <laughs> Ten. Ten. Ten cars? Ten. Dang. How many motorcycles? Thirty. Thirty motorcycles? Yeah. What do wow. you do with all of them? And a three truck. And three, three trucks? Yeah. Holy so shit. So are they on the ranch now? Or did you no, sell them? I sell them. <laughs> and do you sell them back to the dealership? Like when you win, yeah, you get the cash? Didn't ship your personally guy, you know, yeah. for the Really? Yeah. Basically 30, a used car salesman. No. <laughs> Thirty motorcycles, three cars, and two no. trucks? No. 30 cars. Yeah, 30 motorcycles, 10 cars, three and trucks. Three truck. Did Dang. you uh, did you ride motorcycle or no? Yeah. Yeah? Did yeah. you keep one? Yeah, I keep my first one. Keep your first yeah, one. That's cool. It. Is it yeah. still there at your house? Yeah, it's still in my does house. It, does it say like the did they put like the, like, who, like what event it was on it or is it just the motorcycle? They have like champion of Yeah, but some had like, like a check or some envelope something like that. Yeah. Uh, for sometimes got it just big keys or something. Like yeah. Really? Did you uh um what what's your most memorable win in Brazil? Which one do you remember there? Is it one like one of the first motorcycles or or what would it be? Yeah, a I remember my first motorcycle and uh, when I win the another association there like a big check in Brazil like two three hundred thousand three hundred thousand real real or ruble real real yeah, real for the um, crystal top crystal top team the other association there is oh a, really yeah and a, how much in u.s dollars three hundred thousand real i forget yeah, now. like a year ago uh, now the more but like a hundred hundred thousand cool. yeah oh wow nice 180 100 something like that oh wow and you were 18 14 15 mm, yeah 19 i think 19 19 20 really? yeah before two years before come here in united states one year oh. because you come here 2009 and 910 Wow! Sweet! Wow! That's cool. Thirty, so thirty motorcycles. Was that biggest win ever in Brazil? Was the three hundred thousand real like yes, the yes, biggest yes. win? I think it, after this one, Jesse Barreto's in big show. Oh really? Like this association and before PBR Brazil for the champion guys for hundred thousand. Wow! Yeah. Um. Well, uh, we've kept you a long time already. 
I appreciate I gotta, I gotta get checked out of the room. I'm gonna kicked out of here. Oh yeah, you, oh geez, yeah, you are. You're <laughs> not very long. Um, the uh, is there anything y'all want to say to anybody from Brazil that's maybe maybe tuned in? In Portuguese, like, do you want to tell them something? You, you don't have to say that we're a couple jackasses. If you want. <laughs> <laughs> Não, obrigado por pela entrevista, obrigado por tudo aí. Quem os brasileiros que tiver aqui no Canadá e vem assistir aí na arena aí, eu acredito que vai ter alguns. Que Deus abençoe nós todos, tanto nós brasileiros, canadenses, americanos, todas as pessoas que é envolvida pela PBR. I know what I know. Obrigado, thank you. Obrigado, thank you. Salada isn't that cheeseburger? In, Bra- in Portuguese? Cheeseburger. It, oh, it's not. I thought it was salada for some reason. I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> <all that. laughs> I, I learned, You're trying. You're trying. All I knew how to do was get agua. Agua. And then uh, stomach was bad, so baño. I had to ask for the baño. <laughs> <laughs> we were in the bus. We were in the bus going to the rodeo, and I had to look at a book, and I was like, ah, baño, baño. Banero. Banero. Banero, yeah. Like banero is like a restroom. <laughs> yeah. So I, my stomach bad from the yeah. water. Not bad time. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, okay. One more thing. We, so we, this is, uh, the show's called, uh, cowboy shit. That's our, that's what the show's called. So how would you say that in Portuguese? I've, o- I've wanted to know about this for a while. Who? Cowboy shit. No. <laughs> no, not a, no, no translation. No. Okay. It's hard. Thanks for doing this with You're us. You're welcome. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, we appreciate well, it. Yeah. Best luck, uh, this evening and, and next year in the, in the, uh, World title race as well as the as teams the are back. Teams are back. Is it, wh- what are you, what are your thoughts on that? Are you gonna go? You're gonna go to both seasons, right? You're gonna ride in the regular season and ride in the teams, or yep. will you will you commit to one or the other if the contract's good enough for the no, teams? No, I don't know yet, but I think you go all go for both. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What do you think about the changes though? Do you <laughs> like the, like the changes, or would you rather still have a little bit of an off season? Um, I think it's a little off, but uh, this is good, but. It Need to change a little bit. A little bit. Need yeah, a little yeah, bit of time yeah. off. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, thanks for doing this. We appreciate right. it a lot. Thank, awesome. thank very you very much. Guys. All right. Conocido como Cowboys Nuestra Naciones. Mundial. Original. Y estamos por todo el mundo hablando todas las lenguas ni clases ni colores El sombrero que nos domina, no hay lo que decir, muy lejos de morir Estamos activos en las Américas hasta el Brasil The cowboy desire the fire In my Dodgers all country attire The cowboy desire the fire Once again, thank you to Silvano Alves for being part of the show Really enjoyed the chat um, like we said on the top, kind of neat to learn some new stuff about Silvano. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my big takeaways was watching the bull's neck. I, I had heard that before, I think. Um, I remember you got to like watch the bull's hump when you're riding. Remember that was like one of the things they told you. You're like, look at it down at your the shoulder. I always got told like, the shoulders. The shoulders, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the neck, the neck was an interesting one for a bull rider, like to know that was what what he's looking at, and it makes sense now. But like I've heard people say the head, and yeah, like mm-hmm. that was a cool one. But then like even hearing about his winnings and like he kind of brought that up because he was asking about what i had seen when i was down there and about kind of like if there was a car up for grabs or money or whatnot and i was like well i wasn't good enough to win any of that but um <laughs> but neat <laughs> i heard another story about uh it being tax evasion to where the guys like the sponsors of the event are just, yeah yeah i was like oh that's a kind of a wild one too so i don't know i'd have to get some more insight on what that's exactly about it's mm-hmm. probably like 
if you want a vehicle and you can get paid back cash and you can just put the cash in the pocket maybe or like i don't know but no haven't been down there brazil is unbelievable i want to go back again someday and really kind of see a bit more about that country and travel it'd be more cool to see their events on from a production standpoint i'd love to, to see, see it now yeah yeah those are the coolest produced events back then when i went to them and now it's for them to be um another whole like to go see them after being involved in production for this for this long it'd be it'd be neat to see what they're what they're like so someday we'll get back and maybe we can go to maybe you and i can go to Bejetos one there's, day or we'll there's anybody from pbr there. brazil listening we want to be down there yeah, let us so, know. Hook us up. <laughs> Obviously, uh, cowboy shit doesn't translate well, or we missed uh, missed that one. But anyway, we'll, fi- we'll find a way. We'll figure it out. Yeah, um, we'll talk to Felipe. You'll be able to help us out with that. Yeah, that's true. So going to the PBR Canada Finals, waste um, hell of a show. Heck of a weekend, man. Yeah, I can't believe I picked the winner uh, two months before it happened. So six weeks to give people some context. We were in Grand Prairie the Wednesday night or Thursday night before the show there. And there was a group of us sitting around kind of discussing the the, the season up to that point and kind of the, what the rest of the season looked like. And then somebody proposed we do a, a guess of who we think is going to win. And the winner and everybody with the entry fee was one bottle of liquor each. And then the winner would receive every all the all the winnings there. So And there were seven of us in there it, There were right? seven of us in it, yeah. So seven bottles of liquor up for grab for the winners. And we all kind of went around the table and picked our winners. And you just so happened to pick the most recent Canadian champion, which is pretty impressive. Lucky. Yeah. That talk, yeah, really yeah that was that was crazy, man. Like, I, I after it was all over the event on Saturday, I I expected Brock to walk through the gate there just because he kind of de- had delivered on his end of things, and Nick didn't have like the best weekend. Like, he made a couple of really good rides and kind of when they mattered, but it didn't see just the way that Brock rode. I felt like oh, that should have been him walking through the gate. So Tiffany, uh, on our production team had Dakota Butter. I had Tets. Jeff uh, Bax had Coy Robbins, who was like a dark horse. Mm-hmm. Just about, just about got it there. He was. And Corey was reach. hot. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Chris. Um. Cook had Logan Beaver. You had Balake Smith. Steve Prankard from Feature Productions had uh, Brock Radford, and Pete, uh, our main man on the production side. Episode. He when was Pete on episode forty four or forty or something? Yeah, somewhere early on. Yeah. Pete was on the show. He had Dalen Swearing. He thought he had some inside info that Dalen was going to be there, and it turns out. He turned out like the day before, so sorry, Pete didn't win. But <laughs> um, as it was up top, though, I don't think that Dalen could have caught them because everybody got so jammed up mm. in there. Like Coy finished fourth, so we literally had the top four. Coy finished fourth. I think Blake was fifth. Logan was third. Uh, no, Logan was maybe fourth. I don't know. Like we had like all the top guys, but lo- uh, I got lucky because Tets had won the week before mm-hmm. and uh, ended up. Uh, I was just like, this guy's hot, and this is not a long time until the final. So I was like, I'm gonna go with a guy riding mm-hmm. really good right now. And he had a tough yeah. CFR. Didn't ride a single boat yeah. CFR. Yeah, how about that, eh? Yeah. And then goes and, uh, yeah, four, what, three for four? Makes some solid yeah. ride. Should have been more points on uh, on Langham Kid Friday night, I think. Even mm-hmm. the judges admitted to it, too. But, um, yeah, great to see Nick. $107,000 season in PBR Canada ranks. Very cool. $50,000 check to the uh, as the Canadian champion. Dakota Butter, once again, second, or sorry, uh, Brock Radford, second place. Dakota, third. Uh, those guys have flirted around the top for a long time. Dakota's got his title. Brock still hasn't, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, I felt like, bad tough, for Brock. tough weekend for Dakota, man. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Real he, tough. he missed missed some opportunities there. Like he, he did. I don't know what is what the deal One is for there. Four, right? One, I think yeah. he gets pressured up. Honestly, Wes, yeah. I think he gets pressured up. And I, I wonder what it's going to take for him to get over that hump, though. Like he's because it's one of those things. Like he's winning thirty isn't, now. Isn't, he's... Winning isn't new to him. Like he's he's won no. at all like the highest levels. He's won a Canadian title. He won a PBR championship. He's 
won the Calgary Stampede, won on the Built for Tough series. Yeah. He's he's made these big bull rides, but it just seems like the two opportunities I've seen him in to win this fifty thousand dollar bonus with two year candidates kind of slipped through his fingers. And he did win the one in twenty twenty, uh the COVID year. He did win that mm-hmm. one. But when I see Dakota taking longer in the shoots, and I don't know if we've ever discussed this before, but when I see Dakota taking longer than usual in the shoots, he's mm-hmm. usually not going to go good for him. I, I agree with that. It's one, th- yeah. it's one thing I've noticed over the years too. Like if, he, if he's fucking around in there a little bit longer than usual, you know that that he's either thinking about it too much or there's not going to be yeah. a good go there. Yeah. yeah. I think it's either the pressure or it's like, I think, no, I think it's just pr- honestly just the pressure. I think he gets mm-hmm. pressured up and he gets thinking too much where, you know, I, I'm, I don't know if it was the same with you, man, but like when I was riding well, I just slide up and nodded. Like it wasn't any fucking mm-hmm. on the shoot. Like mm-hmm. it's good enough. He's going to stand up when he leaves, like just get a decent, ass, decent seat and go. But he was trying to make it perfect and probably got in his head. And I, I think that's what the problem. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I don't think that's the case with Brock. Um, I think Brock's just had not had a full enough, healthy enough season and then has been hurt mm-hmm. where, where Dakota got hurt last year. Um, the, but the other time he was, well, and both the ones that he's lost, he's he's came into the finals as the number one guy, Dakota. Got like three years in a row, he's been. Yeah, there. yeah. So I mean, it's it's but, he's setting himself up to win. He just needs to find a way to finish it off and deliver. The other side of that is that I don't know if there should be so so many points at the finals. I think that's mm-hmm. a little bit crappy to devalue your regular season so much by having such a huge amount of points at the finals. I think I think it, I think it just does that. It devalues the regular season by by putting too much on the finals. So I'd love mm-hmm, to see mm-hmm. the points at the finals be subtracted a little bit, but it does make for an exciting race at the end of the year too. So it's a bit of a trade-off. Yeah. yeah there's there's kind of kind of find the sweet spot with that when the finals points yeah. availability, but, but cool. The, the finals paid out 30,000, like kudos to Jared Parsons for yeah. after, he after also not, not a great CFR. He, he stepped up and made a really not good a great really, CFR made, where he still won the Canadian title. Yeah, but he did. But he only rode two bulls in, in out of the six rounds. Like, oh, he only went two, rode two. I thought he rode three. Yeah, maybe three. Either way, he rode. He didn't ride as good as he last year. When he when he came back and won, he didn't he go like four for five or four for six or five for six or something like that. I think like last year. I think and so. The one thing I went up to shook Jared's hands after the CFR, the like the presentation and stuff. He's like, yeah, I got to ride a little bit better. So he definitely he meant that when he, he said it. it and and did it in, in Edmonton. So that's a pretty sweet sweet deal to get rewarded for for covering all your bulls. And he's taking like that. He's taking a couple of weeks off and going right to Vegas. So, so he's going to drive down there. Get some momentum. Be good. Yeah. Um, anything else, Wes? I think they pretty much covered all the bases. Um, I what you mentioned earlier, we're heading coming down to Vegas. So, yeah, we got a we got a booth there. Got some stuff happening, and we'll be we'll be kicking it around there. So, if you're going to be in Las Vegas, come say we'll hi to us, up, and, and we'll we'll be hanging out. Um, we'll we're in the, the convention for the at night. Uh, that's where we're staying. That's where we're camping out. And we hang with our friends from Don't, don't come there and find us. Don't come there. And find no, us that, there. but there's gonna be some parties though. So, oh, okay, so cool. Come and find us at the parties. At the come find us at the parties. Yes. And we might be watching the rodeo there in the lounge. No, that's my dad's favorite spot. Spot to hang out. I haven't invited him down yet. I gotta give him a shout. But uh, uh, yeah, check us out at the Tropicana. But yeah, like you said, the Rio will be down at the Roper uh, Country Christmas as well. So come see us doing it yeah come check us out and we're heading into black friday so we got some really fun stuff planned on our end of things with our with our stores so stay tuned to our social media channels and we got some you want to just take sales you want to just tell them well it doesn't podcast listeners special podcast so we're going to be doing a wednesday coming out on wednesday yeah so starting friday we're going to do a whole black friday week sale so we have a bunch of stuff already discounted in the store plus we'll have 
an additional 20% off coupon available to and, all of our loyal followers and listeners. And if you subscribe to our email list, don't you get another little special 15% off? And if you're also, oh, and if you're an email subscriber to our list, you get the Black Friday extravaganza early access deal, which is 25% off for our subscribers. So if you haven't subscribed to our email list yet, check it out and make sure you do. And you'll be able to use that code for whatever you want. Buy some stuff. Check it out. So it's going to be heading into the holiday season. Ted, when would you say our deadline for holiday orders would be? Uh, You know what? I think you could, depending on where you are in the world, uh, I think you can order right up until like probably the 19th or something. Okay. Okay. So we'll wait, probably make sure get them in sooner rather than later to be safe. Cause we have to ship stuff in the mail, mm-hmm. but we'll be probably shipping stuff every day that week from the, like from the, you know, basically from as soon as we get home, like the 15th until well, we'll be shipping orders all the time as it is, but mm-hmm. uh, it'll be a busy few last, weeks for sure. For the last little bit, we'll be shipping stuff every day. Uh, and, uh, but yeah, get them in as soon as you can last chance if, if you're in alberta is probably like the 19th or 20th or yeah we'll be sure to update that but yeah stay tuned for some black friday yeah. extravaganza and heading into cyber monday too we might have to do a little special something something for that so stay tuned Great. to our social media channels and if you're a subscriber to our email list stay tuned to that we'll be putting out a few emails here over the next few weeks as we head into again black friday and the holidays so gonna be sweet stoked ways. you want to pay some bills wrap it up and yeah can't one last thank you to our sponsors the CFR in Red Deer, they were awesome. We had a great time up there. Hope everybody else did too, checking out our live shows, hanging out at our watch parties. Um, looking forward to next time. So thank once again, thank you to CFR Red Deer. And we can never forget about our friends from Sweet Pro. We've done a lot of work with them over this year and it's been super fun. Eric, Eric Thornberg, is how you pronounce his last name, right? Yeah. Yeah, Eric right. Thornberg. He was, he was one of our surprise best guests of our live shows at CFR. We, we have... There are, those are up on our YouTube channel if you missed them. Um, I think we might be releasing some of them special here on the podcast platform. So stay tuned for those. But yeah, Eric was uh, one of our best guests of the week. So shout out to Eric. That was pretty awesome, man. And do not forget to check out Sweet Pro Canada. They are pretty much everywhere you can find them. But if they don't have them in your feed store, go in and ask and they can get them for you. That is our friends at Sweet Pro Canada. Do not forget about them. Well either. done, Wace. Well done, man. Have a good <sighs> rest of your week out in BC. Enjoy the slopes. Same and to you. I'll catch up you soon. Thanks again to our to uh, Storm Defoe, our editor Sean Morton, and the entire crew. Got to throw a shout out to my friend Kobe Moore and uh, and Tanner Byrne. Hell of a job at the Ty Posbon Foundation uh, fundraiser on the Thursday. We had a big time. I re- still recovering, uh, but uh, great time every year. Awesome job at the PBR Canada Finals. Jason Davidson, Blaine Feist, and Peter Jabrad, Tiffany, Jeff Backus, the uh, entire crew there. Uh, yeah, thanks everybody. See you next time. Four wheels, six trains, go on smoke and gasoline. Born to live a midnight rider's prayer. Same boots, new crowd, same tune, new time. Trying to get to heaven.